0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke from the 18th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The Gospel reading this morning is indeed from St. Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1628. Luke 18, verses 1 through 8. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea Grant me justice against my adversary. And for some time he refused. But finally, he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly, however, When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ, you may be seated. I uh, have a quick little story for you. And uh, I brought visual aids, drawn with my own little hands. Make sure I don't do this. Okay, that's up. Anyone see this? The letters N, G, and U. That's what the paper has on it. Can you guess what those letters stand for? Don't shout it out. But can you? I'm not going to tell you right now. First, I'm going to tell you what our Bible lesson for today is about in short terms. And when I'm finished, we'll see if anyone can guess what NGU means. We hear just now that one day Jesus told a story about a woman who went to the judge and said, My rights are being violated. Protect me. And at first, the judge refused to do anything, but the woman kept asking him, and finally he said, this woman is driving me crazy. Now I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant requests. And after Jesus finished the story, he said, now learn a lesson. Are you listening? Learn a lesson from the judge. Even he gave a fair decision in the end. So don't you think that God will step in and help his children when they keep on crying for help? Won't he stick up for them? And I assure you, Jesus said, he will. And we know that he does. Have you. Ever found yourself in a situation when life was so hard that you just wanted to give up? Maybe you were having trouble with work. Or perhaps you and a friend or a family member had a disagreement and you just couldn't seem to work it out. Or maybe one of your parts of your, your body is betraying you, wearing out, hurting more, remembering less. What Jesus wants us to learn from the story that he told is that, that God, our Heavenly Father loves us, and he wants to do nice things for us. He does. He wants what is best for us, and he has the wisdom to know what is best for us. And we need not, this is, listen to here, let's not forget that he likes to hear from his kids often. What father, what mother doesn't? He wants to hear from us daily, and so he calls on us to ask. Not just once, he calls on us to have a relationship. Not just once, but over and over, again and again. He doesn't want us to ask once and then give up. Now, do any of you know what the NGU stands for? Never give up. You're right, and I hope that you will remember today, this morning, as a reminder to ask your Heavenly Father to help you and to help others when you have a problem that makes you want to give up, and I'd be remiss if I didn't share a song with you. The tune of which is, well, (laughs) we'll try to hit it. Never give up, never give up when all looks hopeless, never give up. Ask Jesus for the strength you need and remember, never give up. Are you clapping because I'm done and I'm not going to do it again? Yeah, pretty much, yeah, okay. Let us pray. Father, we know that you hear us, and when we pray and you answer in the way that is best for us, we pray that you give us hearts to accept that and to trust in you and to never give up. In Jesus' name we pray, and also pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Well... Here's what we know. We know that God commands us to pray. Amen? It's not like a little suggestion. He's telling his kids, I need you to pray. And we know that God promises to hear. Amen? And we know that God has mercifully given us the Holy Spirit through baptism Who governs and directs our hearts. And so, since we know that, we seek the aid of the Spirit in all things. We pray in the Spirit. We pray to the Spirit. We beseech Him to give us eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart that is in tune with God. Amen? Amen? We continue in perseverance. We never give up. Well, sometimes we do. And may that spirit prompt us or a godly friend, a mother, or father see that and say, you can do this. I'll walk with you. We are to remain steadfast in faith. Faith, which is a gift so that no man or woman may boast. This is what we know. And in all of this, we confess your name, Jesus, and we cro- proclaim Christ and him crucified. If you ever wanted a list of things that I should do, you know, tell me, pastor, give me the 10 steps. Well, I don't know how many steps there are in that. Never give up. Praying. Imagine this. I mean, really, really imagine this. God the Father, creator of heaven and earth, is subjected to all men, women, and children pleading without ceasing for justice. I read something recently that as a parent, the one thing that people really want is to be able to go to the bathroom by themselves and some silence. For some of you, or most of you, that's a long time ago, but then if you get pets, you know, they kind of think that that's an event that we all share. But, you know, the simple things. Imagine the Father in heaven over and over and over again. He's hearing these pleadings from his children, and most of it is because they did it to themselves. Give me justice. Give me justice during my rebellion and through adversity, Father. Father. you ever had it with your kids? I have. Okay, I'm sure you all are way better parents than I ever was. Have you ever just had it with somebody? Can you imagine the cacophony of pleading that God hears? Can you imagine that? Help me. Our Father who art in heaven, give me, give me, give me. Out. Where are you in all of this? Dad? Why are you letting this happen? Boy, he must be mad at me. What would you say? What have you said when those people that annoy you come up to you and, you know, I like it. That is a spirit-centered way. Do you do that every time? When we're at our best, thank you, Louie, yes. But what do we say under our breath sometimes? Right? I know what I thought. I know what I said. I know what I've done. And I'm going to take Louis' prompting because that's the part where we need to turn to the gospel. My goodness, enough law, Pastor Ken, but that's the truth of our spirit in the flesh, when we are in the flesh. And, oh my goodness, in that parable, God is not like that judge. The judge that neither cared who, what above him thought nor who below him thought. He's not represented in that that's not God we know the nature of God and let me just tell you through his words and quotes one that I just absolutely love that just came across my desk this is Chad Bird, and you know that I really uh, appreciate this man this theologian he said this you who once were woed damned And lost. You are standing on your feet, a mighty army of the absolved. It's true, the truest, sweetest, biggest God thing ever. You that are forgiven of the past, you that are forgiven of the present, you are forgiven of the future because you are alive in Christ. and We know that the only source of that promise, the only place where we can trust it, that is what we trust, that undeserved acquittal that comes to all who are named as children of the living God. We know that that promise comes from God's word. God, who became man, the Word incarnate that walked with us, that spoke this parable today, that told us, never give up. The one who said, pray without ceasing. The one who says, if this man who was put in a position of authority would give eventually justice? How much more does your heavenly Father desire to give you good things that you ask for? We know that God's Word teaches what Paul wrote today. It teaches, it corrects, it declares righteousness. It declares righteousness. I know you heard it, and we say it each and every week If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But God, who is faithful and just, is quick to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And he equips us for every good work. I want to leave this with you as well. Scripture is entirely living. Scripture is breathing. And Scripture is vibrant. It is timely. If I had a nickel for every time that somebody said, Hey, Pastor, isn't it interesting how God's Word, most recently from the portal of prayer, has something timely to say every time. God's word is is food bread you need to eat it sometimes I've heard every pastor's heard this I don't feel like I'm being fed and the pastor's response needs to be are you eating once a week because if you are it's not enough You need to be eating God's Word daily. Why? Because it teaches, it corrects, it declares righteousness, it equips you for every good work. You see, we don't serve a God that is sitting behind a court bench that is dispassionate about His subjects. We don't. That's not His nature. We are children of a passionate, compassionate, and loving God who is striving by our side, by your side, His chosen people. And He's delivering us from sin daily, moment by moment. And We need only ask, for his forgiveness and never, ever give up in the name of Jesus. Amen.